Lord, speak your way through me. Let your way be a blessing to your people. Let your way bring a revival in somebody's life tonight. Let your way stay somebody. You sent forth your word. It brought healing. Let your word bring healing, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Give God a clap of him tonight. Amen and amen. Well, you may be seated in heavenly places. And let me manage whether I can preach 12 minutes or 13 minutes. Because I look at my time and I, I'm like, wow. I must just manage something. Praise God. But I like the notes on which we end or ended the worship. And I'll just be preaching for one example that we can also follow. An ancient example. This is I'm preaching working for God. And I'm not deviating at all tonight. I'm still on working for God. Spoke or thought on finish the work for God. And don't postpone working for God. And tonight I'm talking about add integrity in working for God. Add integrity. Add uprightness in working for God. Add truthfulness in working for God. Add some degree of holiness in working for God. Add some degree of consecration in working for God. Add some degree of honesty in working for God. Add integrity in working for God. I was just trying to explain the word integrity. Breaking it down. But I found no other person in the Bible to break it down better for me than the prophet who I think shouldn't have lived to the standard he lived up to. And I'll explain myself. The prophet Samuel. First Samuel chapter 12. And I'm reading the verse number 1 to 4. First Samuel 12. Verse 1 to 4. You can help me with maybe with an amplified version of the Bible. I'll be grateful. And Samuel said to all Israel. I have listened to you in all that you have said to me. And I've made a king over you. And now behold, the king walks before you, and I am old and gray. And behold, my sons are with you, and I've walked before you from my childhood to, to this day. Here I am, testify against me before the Lord, and saw his anointed. Whose ox or donkey have I taken? Or whom have I defrauded or oppressed? Or from whose hand have I received any bribe to blind my eyes? Tell me, and I will restore it to you. Verse 4. And he said, You have not defrauded us 
or oppressors or taking anything from any man's hand. He said, the Lord is witness against you and is anointed is witness to this day that you have not found anything in my hand. And they answered, is witness. Amen. Ah, I don't know whether when we work for God or after working for God, we can call the people of our generation and bring them down and let them sit or stand. And we tell them that we have a doxology to give or a closing remarks to give. And you pick a microphone one day after 80 years of age. Or maybe after 25 years or 30 years of doing something for God. You call your church members. You call the people you preach to. You call your congregation. And you tell them that. Today I have to preach one message. And you start like the prophet Samuel. And start from verse 2. Can go there. And tell them that. From childhood to today. They know you. From childhood to today, they know you. And you tell them that from the three, testify against me that whose donkey have I taken? Whose donkey? In other words, whose car did I take? Whose BMW or Mercedes did I take? One of the solid prophets that ever lived was Samuel. The Bible said that and nothing he said, no word of his fell to the ground void. Anything he said in his prophetic ministry, so manifestation. A solid prophet, he can prophesy your car out of your hand. Because the man can give you the toditu. And you feel like giving your car. But I tell you that I don't need your car. I just brought you a prophetic word. A solid prophet. He said, whose donkey did I take? But adventure prophet somewhere does not have a donkey or may not have one. But adventure. I don't see him having one. Whom have I defrauded or oppressed? Because by the time you wear that power, you carry that anointing, it is likely you can manipulate people. Likely, listen. By the time you have that influence in a cell meeting, you can manipulate to get your own thing. By the time you have such influence, like a pastor, a preacher, a lead leader, a key leader, there are things you can tell people and they will do. Have I defrauded any of you or oppressed any of you? I'm powerful. Did I use my power against you? Did I take advantage over you with the power I had? Or from whose hand have I received any bribe to blind my eyes? Because sometimes you may have people doing funny things. And prophet someone must say it the way it is. And sometimes they will want to drop a seed. A thousand Ghana seed. A two thousand Ghana seed. 
a 5,000 Ghana seed, a 10,000 Ghana seed, to just make the man of God not to see. But I said, have I received any bribe from anyone? Tell me. And I will restore it to you. And the people answered and told him, Prophet, verse 4, you have not defrauded us, oppressed us, or taken anything from any man's hand. Integrity. I believe he was the only prophet, I don't know for all the prophets, who after his prophetic ministry, gathered the people and said, let's, let's, let's make a reckoning. Before I exit, judge me by your standard. Listen, by the time you are a man of God, people have their own opinion about you. But in this, in this case, nobody had the power or effort to say something evil about the prophet. It means that we can do God's work without fault. I don't know what you, I don't know whether you are there. This man didn't have the Holy Ghost in him. And the reason why I'm telling you that I, I am having a problem, why someone lived to that standard, I'll prove to you. I have a problem. Someone. You were growing and you were a young guy. And you found yourself in a house of a man of God called Eli. This man had senior sons, Ophni and Phinehas. When you came and you wanted to serve God, there were some seniors ahead of you. The Bible tells our day seniors that when people bring offering, they force and take the offering from them. Their own father, Eli, said that, I have heard that you people, when the young girls come and they are worshipping in the house, you are sleeping with them. Their own father, Eli, said it. These were the things Samuel saw. This was where Samuel grew up from. And whilst I was preparing my message, God said, you can be in the worst place. You can still be the best person. Listen, you can see the wrong examples in ministry. You can see people oppressing people, taking money from people. You can be among them and still be spectacular. I know you will tell me that, Pastor, you don't know where I am. Oh, but I see that scripture in, 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 in the Revelation. He said that, I know where you are. I know where you are. That's where the devil has his seat. But I found that you people, you are not being polluted by whatever is in the devil's camp. I see you like that. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. But I see you. With all the wrong examples we see today in ministry, I pray for you. And I declare over your life that God will make you a special case. After 20 years of working for God, after 40 years of working for God, I see you stand, call people and tell them, I have served God all these years in front of you, before you, from my childhood until now I'm an old man. I have some gray hairs on my head. Can you testify against me on one thing? And they couldn't see one point. They couldn't see one thing to speak about and against most, sorry, against Samuel. It's to tell you that it is possible in our time. We can raise ministers without blemish. We can raise pastors without blemish. We can raise teachers without blemish. We can raise anointed men of God. They can prophesy to They can call your bank account and tell you, I don't need one CD from your account. They can prophesy car and they will tell you, I don't need your car. They will tell you at the end of their ministry, listen, have I taken your car? And you tell them no. Samuel, he saw Ophni and Phineas did all that they did to the offering. But when you came, he said, the offering is for God. 
I can't touch it. I thought when you are in a place, what happens there affects your thinking. What happens there you imbibe into your spirit or you take. But in the case of Samuel, he was different. No wonder in the Bible, in the first Samuel chapter 2, after God had described, or the word of God has described all the nonsense of the sons of Ophini and Phineas, he said, but Moses, or but Samuel, I beg your pardon, but Samuel ministered before the Lord. But Samuel ministered before the Lord. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 18, but Samuel ministered before the Lord. Listen, I don't know where you find yourself. But I came to tell you one thing. After we have done everything for God, we should be bold to tell people that I have preached 20 years. I have been in the music ministry for the past 20 years. Have I taken advantage of any of you? I don't know for you today. I see Apostle Paul writing to his son Timothy. He said, Timothy, take it of yourself. Timothy, you're a man of God. Flee these things and follow after righteousness. Follow after godliness and faith and love, patience and meekness. He said, Timothy, you must know that we brought nothing into this world. And he said, we leave this world with nothing. Having food and remnant, you must be content. For those who want to be rich quickly, will fall into all kinds of harmful hurts. We draw men into perdition and destruction. He was talking to a young preacher. Because he wants Timothy to have a positive testimony at the end of his ministry. Tonight, I don't know where you want to fall, where you want to land. I came to tell you that add integrity. Add integrity to what you are doing for God. Add integrity. I don't know, maybe you are not adding it, but I came to tell you, add it. Don't only, don't only believe that the anointing gets the thing sorted. Add integrity. But sometimes you have the power. You will see that you, you can say things and people do things. I liken it again. He said, when I do the miracles and everything, I tell people that take your money so no offering tonight. Because I know that by the time I've performed all the wonderful miracles and you have seen, sometimes you may be under just some spell to take all the money in your pocket and give us offering. So when I do miracles, I don't take offering. Integrity. I don't know for you tonight. What do you want to tell your congregation when you are exiting? When you are going out of the room or when you think God is replacing you or God is about to replace you, what will be your testimony? What will be your testimony? I see someone with all these things I've told you about the sons of Eli that he saw. When he grew up and it was his turn to do work for God. 
none of the things the sons of Eli did was in his life. He was with them in the same house. The same apartment they all shared. But in his lifetime, he didn't take anybody's donkey. The sons of Orphan or the sons of Eli will come and press people and even force them and take the offering from their hand. Say, give it to us. They will take it from the bowl themselves. Samuel grew up, saw all this things. He didn't act on one. What to be your testimony? The Bible called the sons of Eli, the sons of Belial. Today, I don't know for you. I heard Eli testify of his sons when he was old. He said, I've heard all that you are doing in Israel. I'm reading 1 Samuel 22, 25. And how you lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. 1 Samuel 2, 22. And he said unto them. He said, Eli, I was old. And he heard all that his sons did to Israel and how they lay with the women and who sat at the door of the tent of the meeting. This is how Samuel grew in. And he said to them, why do you do such things? For I hear of your evil dealings from all people. This was the house Samuel was, was in. Samuel stayed in this house with the people together. He didn't have a separate place. This is where he stayed. The ministers he came to meet before him so they were doing. Sometimes I know the excuses people give. Well, that's what we are seeing. But that's what someone came to see. You are not a new person to see something that is corrupt or some, some corruption in the house of God. You won't be the last person to. Continue. No, my sons, it is no good report which I hear. The lost people spreading about abroad. This is where Samuel grew up. So to me, Samuel at the end of his ministry shouldn't even call a meeting on that note. Because I believe, or I was thinking that Samuel will be another Hophni and Phinehas. I don't know where you are and where you are coming from. The man's background didn't reflect in his life. Nothing that happened where he started seven as a pastor entered him. Integrity. I know by the time you're a preacher, you have access to all the women of your church. You have access to all the men in your church. You have access to every money in your church. Listen, they are just there for you. You can veto every decision and take it. If you don't know, I'm telling you the truth. But the man stood and said, can you find fault with me on all these things? 
They say, oh, one-man churches, they are corrupt. That was a one-man church. Prophet Samuel's church was a one-man church. He was the only prophet at that time. So one man on the show. But I told them that you can be one man and still put integrity in place. Sometimes you don't need so many systems. You can just be one person. When the integrity is at work, you won't take the money. You won't sleep with anybody's wife. You won't sleep with anybody's daughter. Everybody will be intact. He does not need checks and balances. Oh, the man is telling me, is telling us that when we say that in, 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 in governance, we must have checks and balances, parliament, executive, judiciary. The man came and was parliament himself. He was judiciary himself. He was executive himself. And his powers didn't go counterwise. After preaching, prophesying all those years, he called the people and said, come and testify against me. I've opened an open court. I have set an open court. Bring the accusations against me. And the whole land, nobody could say anything. What will be your story after working for God 10 years? What will be your story after working for God 20 years? Some of you need pastoral boards around you before you do the right thing. I came to tell you, you don't need a pastoral board. You don't need a council of elders to do the right thing. One man stood. He saw the wrong example. He saw just one right example, Eli, who was ministering before God. He said, listen, Ophelia and Phineas, you are my age mates, but I can't be in your scope. I can't be in your mate. Listen, you tell me that word, the sons of, of, of Prophet Samuel were not correct, but he told them. He even told his sons, listen, I can see and I hear that you don't walk in my ways. So I'm telling Israel, they should appoint themselves judges over them. You can't judge them. I don't know for you today. When you have done everything for God, what will be your testimony? If you serve God 20 years, if you preach 20 years, what will you see? And what will people be saying about you? Today, there are so many things in the air. Tomorrow is this pastor, that pastor. But I came to tell somebody, you must set the record of someone. Come and break the protocol of nonsense. And tell them, now listen, one man stood in his days. I don't know who canceled Samuel. I didn't see Samuel niggling with people, but I believe he had the best counselor, God. You have the almighty God on your side. You see, you enter into the closet of God. You come from God. You are originating from God. You have the wisdom of God, the understanding of God, the fear of God. And the man was just operating his prophetic ministry without blemish. Ah, he didn't tell her, listen, if you don't drop that seed, I'm not prophesying. Listen, I don't care what example you hear and see, but when I read the word of God, I end there. I say, God, make me like this one. Make me like this one. That if I preach people for 50 years and I gather them and I say, write your testimonies against me. They say, discharge and acquitted. Discharge and acquitted. Discharge and acquitted. We don't have any word against you. You're like, wow. Is it possible? It's possible. Other than that, the Bible didn't have put somewhere there. Tonight. Decide something in your heart. Anything you are doing for God. 
You don't need the right examples to do it right. You just need God to do it right. Need God to do it right. Suppose we want people to be around them. Council of elders. To be dictating their pace. Pastors, they need financial board to tell them I can't take church money. No. You don't need that board. But if you need to set it up. But I believe that there are some people who don't need it. And I put that tonight. God will raise some words among us. Amen. It's not just a name. But it's a work. It's a spirit. I pray that that thing on that man of God. Who lived many years ago. If God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. May that same grace fall on us. Amen. May that anointing, if it's an anointing. May that grace, if it is a grace, may it rest upon us. For many years, the man ministered. Mm. Was it someone who said, who was praying for Saul? And said, I will not sin against God by not praying for you. The man loved God and loved the things of God. Was moved to that extent. What a prophet who lived. He'll tell you when you leave me, you see some three men. One is carrying this, the other is carrying that, the other is carrying that. And just leave him and you meet it. He said, when you leave them, you meet another people again. And just meet them. When you meet them, you meet a company of prophets. And then the spirit will come upon you. And then where the man said, came. Mm. has seemed to be a no-nonsense prophet. Can walk to Saul and say, Saul, you have disobeyed God. God has taken away the kingdom from your hand and from your family. And then the man will walk away. What a prophet. And cause Saul and say, Saul, you two are there stand. All the people are with you stand, testify against you. I know today when we see preachers who have principles, we don't like them. When we see pastors who put pillars around them, you don't like them. We want the freelance ones. But I keep to tell you that at the end of the day, when you stand before the people you have ministered to, 